Marcia Egan back with you. This is our third in the series of Feedback That Works. Today we're going to be talking about how to make feedback stick. And that's one of the questions that seems to keep coming up in these series of questions that you're all asking us. And we absolutely love getting those questions. This is a really, really important topic. And the reason is giving feedback is mission critical to you improving, to your organization improving. It's the relationships that you build with people so that they want to improve even more. And that's how that gives you and your organization and your career an edge over others because you're not only willing to accept feedback, but you know how to give it in a way that is non-confrontational and is very useful. I come from Nantucket. We're an island. There's a great expression here, and that is a rising tide raises all boats. So when you have an organization where everyone's giving feedback, both positive and constructive, you are going to stand out. That's why we're doing this. There's an, a real formula to this approach, and I want to share that with you in our next video. But these are some of the pieces. We started with the prep. We talked about the dialogue. Now we're just going to talk a little bit about how to make it stick. There are a couple things that can really work here. The first one is for you to ask for commitment. When you've had your feedback discussion, don't just end it there. Before you finish the discussion, the question that you ask is really critical. When you ask a question that asks for commitment, they will say yes. Pat, can I count on you to make sure you're at your desk and working before 8 o'clock every day? Ask for the commitment because then you have a relationship between the two of you. And most times, I can't ever remember anyone saying no to me. <laughs> so asking for the commitment, getting their agreement, that is absolutely useful in solidifying and making this feedback stick. The next thing is to be very positive about all this and to exude your belief that they can do it. That's another point in the dialogue, but have them feel it. It's like, I know you can do this. You know, we're, we're in this together and I believe in you. So the belief in the person is very helpful for making it stick. Another point is about follow through. You don't want to just have the conversation and then forget about it. There's nothing wrong with asking, hey, how are you doing with that challenge, whatever it was, and listening to the answer. Because you took the time to have that conversation with that person, and yeah, why not follow up? It's not a hurtful thing. It's, hey, I'm interested in you. And then another point is when you see something good happening, when you see Pat having gotten to work on time for the last month, why not share that with Pat and to say to him or her, hey, I noticed that you've been working really hard to make sure you're at work at your desk before we start every day. Thank you for that. That actually solidifies the behavior and that can be so useful because you're still showing that you're in a partnership and that you're interested in the person. And I just, I don't know exactly how to say this, but these aren't just one-offs. 
when you have a culture of feedback in your organization, it allows for all of this to happen. Because if you're sharing positive feedback in addition to correcting feedback, it's all about raising all those boats together. Because not only will you be having conversations with these people, they will be having conversations with each other. And that's really, really important. I'd love to get to a few of the questions that you've shared with me because we really didn't address all of them. And we've had so many questions and they're kind of all over the place, but there were some that were just a little bit more prevalent than others. And I'd like to just take a moment or two to share some of that content and wisdom with you. <laughs> Here you go. Um, how do you make the lesson feedback stick? Well, hey, I just told you. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that one again. But we got that one quite a bit. And that's why we're devoting this video to it. How to get the feedback across so that it is clearly understood. Well, this goes back to some of the things that we talked about in our other videos. But the more clear you are on what you expect, and the more clear you are on what happened that shouldn't have happened, or what didn't happen that should have happened, you want to give people a target. You don't want to talk in generalities. You want to be as specific as possible about the performance you want to see <clears throat> excuse me, in the future. Here's another one. How to make it sound genuine and constructive without sounding condescending and petty? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if you feel condescending, if you disrespect the person, it'll come through. So th the simple answer to this is be genuine. When you are genuine, when you truly care about the other person, they will feel it. You can't fake this stuff. Be genuine. Be constructive. Be helpful. Be caring in your mind and then it comes out in what you say. Here's another one. How to get the point across succinctly without ambiguity and without the recipient sulking. Well, I'm sorry, I cannot predict how people are going to respond. They might sulk. They might get very upset. The reality about this is that you can manage where you're coming from. And the more caring you are, the more clear you are, and the more future-oriented you are, the less severe their reaction is going to be. Let's try another question or two. What would you consider to be the optimal timing to provide feedback? Simple answer, ASAP, as soon as possible, with one or two caveats. The first caveat is that if you are not in the right frame of mind, if you are angry, if you are not genuine, if you are disgusted with the person, if you didn't get enough sleep last night, that is not the right time to have a feedback conversation. The time to have the conversation is as soon as possible when you are in the right place and the right frame of mind. As soon as possible. But as my mother always said, and this has to do with after how long is it not right to send a thank you note? And her answer was, never! <laughs> so. Giving the feedback is better than not giving the feedback. So if you can't get to it right away, 
it's still important to have it. If it's something that you believe will help the performance of the individual and your organization. Let's try one last one. How do you have a civil conversation about a difficult topic? The answer is, that's up to you. Be civil. No matter what happens, do not lose your cool. Show respect. Have brightness in your eyes. Care about the person. Be clear. Listen intently. And we can go from there. Now the thing that's important about all of this that we're doing is there's a formula that works. We have hit a lot of the pieces in these last three videos and in the next week we are going to be releasing a cadre of resources that include this formula. We call it the feedback formula. And there are steps that you can actually take and check off and if you really want it to work, you're not going to miss any of the steps. There are a lot of people who try to give feedback, but they miss steps and it, it doesn't work as well as if they had checked off all of these steps. So I want you to look for this. This resource is going to be coming out. We are very excited about it. It has come from you guys. It's come from all the questions you've asked and all the dialogue that we've gotten on our website, which we thank you for. But in the meantime, please add more comments onto the website and please continue to share your questions. We're looking for them. So until then, send us a comment or two. We're watching.